1-0, first place, Philadelphia Eagles. Hello, everybody. We are live, live, live. At that is Vince Quinn. That is Coach Gary. I'm John Barton, and we have a myriad of folks to come celebrate a 1-0, victory. First thoughts, right off the gate, Jalen Hurts, we told you. We told you, we told you, we told you. From his connection, from Devontae Smith to Kenneth Gainwell being like the third down guy, I don't think that was a joke preseason. Yep. Vince was dead on. We were all dead on about this defensive line. I don't think we were dead on on Hassan Ridgeway, like becoming oh my God. back leader after one game. Hargrave shows up. There's a lot of slot between. Uh, honestly, I was bored by some of this game in the third and uh, fourth quarter, but instant takeaways. I'm ready to kick Jalen Hurts on the mouth. Well, yeah. it's. It, I mean, Hurts, Sirianni, again, uh, oh my God, Javon Hargrave at the end of the game putting a couple of sacks together as well. It was everybody, John. That's yeah. the thing. Like, right now, I just put it out on Twitter just for the hell of it, see where people are at. We were arguing about it a little bit. Better game today, offense or defense. It's great to have that debate still after Absolutely. one game. You look at the score. The score tells you 32 to 6. 32 to 6 is a big deal. You take that for a week one, brand new team, unproven quarterback, all that different stuff. Greatly coached game. Yep. Very important to say, great win for the Eagles. Absolutely, Gary. This is 100% a communal win, right? Everyone played well. It was wonderful to see. The sprint that we wanted to see, that track meet we all wanted to see, we saw it. Quez's speed's real. Rager's speed, let's guess, it's real. Devontae Smith can get open and, oh, wait. Shades of McNabb in the pocket. Jalen yeah, Hurts is very mobile and very dangerous when in the pocket and deadly accurate. Jalen Hurts all offseason leading into his NFL debut from uh, leading into what it's going to be right now. I, I think overall, um, like, I don't need to know where Jalen Hurts is going to go. Like, it's only I think it's only up from here. Yes, there's going to be struggles like we saw today in between. I think that's pretty much that second-year rookie mentality, whatever it is. Uh, I would love to go see the tape especially because here's the one critique that I will say is uh, Bobby Dubs, player of the game, Jalen Hurts. Absolutely, no doubt about it. Dude. Um, the one thing I'll say, uh, and uh, Bo Wolf had pointed this out in the press box, Quez Watkins wide open. That was the only thing I was pretty much disappointed in uh, in a 32-6 to win is that you just have those big deuce plays on first down. Uh, the vertical passing game, it looks a little scary at yeah. this point, and I think yeah. that's because of a combination of quarterback personnel and coach at this in, in the first game of this season. No, so far, yeah, and for the big play that you had to Devontae Smith, I mean, they designed that well, right? So Devontae Smith goes down the field. Zach Ertz set a pick for him. They made the most of that. You get a touchdown, great play. But outside of that, not a whole lot of very aggressive football. A lot of passing game, I mean, you yeah. said it as soon as the game started play off. Yeah. They're doing those bubble screens bubbles, bubbles, and all that. Lots of bubbles. Yeah, lots of bubbles. Yeah, so, and, and for a little bit, that was working. And if that's what you've got to do, like the creativity to say, all right, this is how we want to start things a little bit. We don't know how good these guys are. Yeah. Let's get the ball in their hands, a little space, a little blocking. That's fine. They, they're going to have to figure out the real passing game of this as things go. But to be efficient enough early, Jalen Hurts holding on to the ball, forced the ball here or there, was, was generally really good day. Uh, the passing game was good enough. Yeah, passing game good enough. That's what I might take over. It was frustrating that it was so horizontal, right? You want to see them get a little bit more vertical. I thought we'd see a lot more of that, especially with the speed yep. that's been accumulated. But it doesn't matter. It ends in a win. And it's sometimes you just got to get the balls in the hands of your playmakers. Watkins and Rager, sometimes you just got to get them the ball and let them get upfield. There's not a lot to complain about, but yep. I'd like to see it get more vertical, and I'd like to see the offensive line clean some things up. Lane Johnson. Yeah. He's like, taking yeah, over for Jason man. Peters. Yeah, Rough day I mean, for him. Well, uh, great day for 
him uh, all around, but a rough day for sure uh, with the penalties and all that. But I mean, to me, uh, you know, like, does this die down some of the conversation about you know having to draft a quarterback early? Are we still going to kind of wait a couple of weeks here? I mean, to me, this is a guy that would I would continue to build around as much as possible. Like I don't, and that's uh, yeah, kind of like hard to throw me off of a two-year take. But like, if you can kind of keep doing these over and over again for four or five games in a row, it's going to be really hard to then suddenly go invest in a top-round quarterback or trade for Watson or whatever else happening at this point. I mean, there's too many big games left especially early in the season. I mean, for all these games coming up, like San Francisco blew the doors off of the Lions today. That matters. That's really significant. So you look at games like that, Green Bay, Tampa Bay, there's going to be a lot of high-quality football where, where Hurts is going to have to make plays, and he is going to have to throw some throw and make some work. They used Hurts the right way. So at the very least, I'm believing that Sirianni's going to get the most out of him for whatever he is, and I'll take that. And the one thing to remember here is you beat a bad football team. Like the Falcons are a bad football team. They're not a complete football team. They're an aging, transitioning football team. They went out and did what they were supposed to do. I know they were dogs in this game, which I still find interesting, but they went and they beat a bad football team. I'm, listen, I, all I want is the success of Jalen Hurts. It's what I want. I'm not ready to say let's close the door on any other quarterback, but for right now, it's a 17-game interview, and I want to see every single snap go to Mr. Hurts. I feel as though the next, once you get past the 49ers, if that happens here. It's the first six games. I've said this from the very beginning. Yeah. If you can get through the first six games being 500 or better, there's a clear path of division. Remember, we're in first place right now. I know right. it's one right. week, right? right? But the Washington football team didn't look overly great today. I, I know the Giants are going to lose. They stink. And Dallas is Dallas. Just manage those first six games. You can ride yourself right into the division right after that. Yeah, and it, it kind of felt like that a lot. Like, you even suggested that at one point, Vince. This is... This is kind of a, <laughs> uh, uh, a managing Jalen Hurts type of thing, and it felt like Nick Sariani's game plan was kind of heading into that, um, again, with like the, the more horizontal passing, the um, not as much aggressive running as we thought with Miles Sanders early on, which is, to me, a good sign. But Nick Sirianni's day overall, what did, what did you think? Of, of kind of putting that together. Yeah, I, I thought he did a great job today. Because, again, it's, it's not even just recognizing the strength of Jalen Hurts and what he brings to the table, how best to use him. But also, that's a big, nasty, physical team that is yeah. just bigger than stronger than Atlanta. And that's what they did. I mean, they did beat him up. Miles Sanders did look really good throughout the day. So to have the opportunity for the offensive line to really make things happen, for Sanders to get things going on the ground, you didn't need a major passing game. I mean, you just didn't need it. And for the ability between him and Gainwell – I mean, they put up 32 points. Oh, absolutely. They put up 32 points. It's a hell of a day. If, if, you, if you're going to critique the running game, I think the one thing they lack is a little bit of that power running game. And it, it kind of showed a few times, especially on those third and shorts, and they yeah. didn't get it. I think going for it when they could have gone up, I think it was by like nine or something like that early on. Didn't need to do that. They get stuffed. It was Gainwell. It's interesting that he got almost every carry on third down. Yeah. But the lack of a power running game is interesting. Jordan Howard's still on the practice squad. That may come at some point, but – Again, there's not a lot to complain about, but you have to critique because it's the Philadelphia Eagles and we're check, Eagles check. fans. Well, yeah, and there's so many things that we have questions about. There's so many things we want to see happen over the course yes. of this year. We have to learn so much about this team. So as we're learning and growing and seeing them do it all the same on the field, like these are good reference points. Like you said, I mean, it's an interview for everybody, Absolutely. essentially. It's a blank slate with this yeah. team. Like You've got your old guys that are going to be retiring after this year. You've got a lot of young guys that haven't locked into their roles. How many people, and, and with contracts, like Zach Ertz could be gone, Goddard could be gone. Who can you say is like a legitimate, rock-solid, not-going-anywhere-for-the-next-five-years kind of guy? Devontae Smith, and like that's it? 
I mean, really. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, that's it. That's that's pretty much it. Like it's it it is up in the air, and there's going to be, um, you know, obviously, like you're saying, Jalen, first six weeks, all eyes are on there, um, but. It, to me, it's about emerging that second wide receiver today. I mean, they had Quez going pretty early. I'll pick him up in your fantasy league along with Kenneth Gainwell if you haven't done that oh, already. There you go. Obviously. But um, the more and more they, they, that second wide receiver emerges, Jalen Rager at the end there, that's the type of speed. And somebody pointed that out, and I forget who, and I apologize, but that is the Jalen Rager highlight tape that we've kind of been waiting for this entire time. So if you can get Quez and Rager going in those, I don't like. It's pretty clear to this point, even going up against Atlanta, they're not going to get much separation just from a one-on-one like Devontae is because he's the better route runner. Yep. But if you can start implementing something other than a bubble screen horizontally to these guys, you'll start to see the playbook roll out. I think Sirianni knows that too, uh, and that's what we kind of saw today. And, and it's got to be more of, again, that play that got Devontae Smith open for the touchdown. You're going to have to generate traffic and yeah. find ways to artificially manufacture that space. And if they can do that consistently enough with that speed, yeah, yeah now things are going to happen. Uh, I think you're exactly right. I think what you're going to – Devontae Smith's going to have to, you know, establish himself to start creating – hey, maybe he does need a double team. Maybe we do need to straight a safety. Yeah. When that happens, you're going to see these guys like Rager and Watkins kind of, I think, explode and be able to get more one-on-ones. It, again, it was very horizontal. It's, it's hard to take. It's hard to be frustrated with anything today because yeah. it's a win, right? But it leaves you a lot to be desired with the second wide receiver. Both guys made plays, but they didn't make plays down the field. They caught it and had to run with it. It's just something to watch. It's something to watch Certainly. over the next few weeks. Yeah, and that is why you see Dallas Goddard having the day that he did. Uh, Zach Ertz with his blonde hair and a little bit of a, a, an injury uh, in this one yeah. as well. Still came, I believe, back out for their for. A snap or two, or maybe stayed on the sideline. I can't remember that. Let me know if I'm wrong on that. But um, Dallas Collard, Miles Sanders, really, really incredible games in the second half. Like, I thought they were, the, you know, they, they were the, able to break that open, the offensive line as well. Second half, I thought, did a lot better in terms of the run game. Not exactly sure, again, why they didn't go to that, you know, considering Atlanta was one of the league. Um, I thought, yeah. Any more questions about Dallas Goddard and Miles Sanders in terms of what they can bring uh, there? It's just very telling to me that Kenneth Gainwell is the automatic two-minute guy, yep, the absolutely. automatic passing down guy. So I'm, I'm curious how that kind of develops. Maybe that's just for this week in particular. But what did you what did you make of that? What did you make of the running backs, tight ends? Uh, yeah, well, week? one of the things was, and we mentioned this before, or at least I may be off air, but all the same, talking about the running back depth <laughs> chart, Boston Scott was listed as two. That was not a thing. That did not happen. Nope. I, I don't even know if he played a snap, to be yeah, honest with you. I don't think you. so. So he was a non-factor. The fact that Gainwell was in there, he got the ball in that third and one and yep. scored. Yep. I mean, like, they, they really believe in this guy. And for him, he was reading the holes well. He was running strong out there for a guy of his size. Very encouraging performance for a guy in his rookie game. And first up on, like, a fourth down and two call and yeah, not having Jordan Howard active and all that other stuff. That really confused me with that. But it's good – Two running backs is a nice thing. They're gonna, a third running back would be nice. It was interesting that Scott basically got nothing at all today, and that's why I know you don't want to hear it, but I do think Jordan Howard will reemerge as a ball carrier on this team at some point. Yeah. Because Boston Scott, because of the ascension of Sanders and Gainwell, kind of rendered himself useless just because of the skill set. Yep. That's all I'm saying. Well, if we get him down here to Villa Capri, 
<laughs> Jordan Howard. That and he, is. Yeah, and okay. he eats a couple of pizzas. <laughs> then I'm willing to consider it. Yes. But lost weight Jordan Howard doesn't do it for yes. us. Okay. okay. He's got to put on the poundage. That is everything to me. He is a straight line north and south guy. Yeah, that's pr- and that's pretty much it. And I don't even know if he would have picked up that first down uh, either, to be honest with you. The line got com- pushed back completely. Yeah, I mean, it got a little predictable right around there. So those are things you want to see kind of rolling into weeks two and three that you know, there's a little bit of improvement on. Uh, Coach Gary, just your biggest finalist takeaway from the game. We're going to have uh, some other friends come and join us and uh, just discuss with us as it's going along. And if you have any takes, 215-509-5833 as we'll read the best ones on the air Absolutely. as uh, we get done here. But Gary, biggest takeaway, what do we need to know going into San Francisco? My, fi- my biggest takeaway is I just want to see more now. You know, I have a little bit of a taste of what it could be, but I yeah. want to see more. I want to see that growth. I want to see more of the defensive line. I love the track of the defensive line, and I want to see if, I want to see a true wide receiver too emerge. That's really what I want to see. Yeah. I think it'll be very interesting to see a team like San Francisco coming to Philadelphia. It's a one o'clock game, so they're going to get the time change. I'm assuming the Eagles will be home dogs. I'm going to say my, uh, plus two and a half. Love as that. The opening line. I love the Eagles. I think I think two and zero is a real possibility. I just need to see growth on what we saw today, more of a vertical passing game, yep. and continue to build that depth. I, I think that's great, and uh, if that is true, anything plus two and a half, uh, if you're into that and you're a gambler, take it immediately Absolutely. and right now because I think there's another win coming at home. That is Coach Gary. You can follow him at Coach Gary PHL on the Twitter and pretty much everywhere else, too. Thank you so much. Go grab Clifford Sykes and tell him to get his butt up here. Yeah, so let's get Cliff in um, here. Uh, overall, let's fight about it. Offense had the better day, clearly the better unit. I, it, no. Like, I, I, I know the six points are there, but the cup – Coverage was good. Everything else just seemed preseason, preseason, pedestrian. They, they, Cliff, get in here, Cliff. <laughs> Take a seat. All right, look, uh, and, and Cliff, you'll you'll split the tie on this for us. Yes, all right. Yes. So here's the thing. John's been arguing the defense or the offense had a better day today. Now me, I'm all in on the defense, and the reason for that is they were soft in the middle early. The linebackers were getting crushed. The run defense was bad. They had a lot of problems, and you see Atlanta go down the field. They held. Part of that's Atlanta choking, but they helped. They helped. And <laughs> ultimately, to walk out of a day where you only give up six points to a professional football team is an accomplishment. The coverage and the job that they did, 60 pass starts today. It. Yeah. We about Calvin Ridley. We talked about Kyle Pitts. Not a factor. Either of those guys. So the whole thing to lock it down the way that they did, super encouraging performance. Defensive line got after it late in the game like they're supposed to. This is what Eagles football is supposed to be, and they got the job done. Agreed. Doesn't go with that one. Uh, if I can, first and foremost. Yes. Good evening. Good evening. Uh, I go by the name of Clifford Sykes, a.k.a. The Uptown Supervillain. I'm tapping in. Uh, checking in with Bert, Bell and the Birdman. If you can show it off. For driving in the right driving lane. Driving in the right lane. Great yes. podcast for, for everybody. In, gentlemen. Of course. Some guys. Uh, for me with this game and what we saw, it's kind of what me and my, co- my co-host Barney, the pusher, the Uptown Realtor yeah, right say here. say what's up, Barney. This handsome man right here. <laughs> there you go. We talked about. Uh, our X Factor, like we talked about, was going to be the defense. Uh, control the line of scrimmage, the pace, dictating, not, not being reactive, but being proactive to what we wanted to do. We dictated to the Falcons. The Falcons had no answer for us. Yeah. It was almost as if, like, uh, Mr. Cannon knew, or excuse me, Mr. Cannon knew what he wanted to do, and we executed it. 
It was, it was, everything was awesome. From my perspective, everything yeah. was awesome. Everything is awesome. Uh, <laughs> this is the other, uh, the wonderful other co-host that you just for mentioned here. Mike Check. But, but it, this but is in, why you just come out to that, Villa Capri right. and but watch it live. But in basic uh, fashion, they should have ran the ball more earlier. They should have ran the ball more yeah. earlier. And I think they will commit more to the run in for future games. But in my opinion, they need to commit to the ball, run the ball early often. That will basically set up the pass in long games. So. Yeah, I, I completely disagree. Uh, I just think that they actually need a vertical passing game. I hate establishing the run. I always have, and they didn't. <laughs> they didn't do it in the first half. I just think if there was some extra umph, which I do agree with, they didn't do what Vin said, which is they weren't aggressive out the jump, and I was expecting that. Yeah. It, did, it flowed well, okay. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. So uh, oh, uh, what, uh, what, what's, what's the next benchmark for you guys, I guess, in this one? Like, I think it's, there's... There's, there's plenty plenty to kind of work on, but what's a sure thing that came out of this game for you? The sure thing, I think, is that Jalen Hurts has proved that he's been starting quarterback in this league. That was the yes. biggest thing I was worried about. What Jalen Hurts are we going to get? Are we going to get improvement from last year? And you definitely saw it. You saw a quarterback who was poised in the pocket. You saw a quarterback who can adjust, read the defense, and, you know, run the ball when he needs to run. Yeah. I mean, I think Jalen Hurts is going to – you see a lot of Jalen Hurts through his legs this year. So. Definitely. And I, and I think that's okay. You know, yeah. like – I, I don't I, I like I was saying earlier. There's maybe some throws that he missed that, that were deep. Shout out to Devonte Smith. Devonte Smith had what eight targets this game? Yes. Nine targets. Yes. Six catches. Six yeah. catches. So like six so, for seventy-one and a touchdown. It's a great day. Can't beat so that. I'm saying, like that was a, that was a home run hit right there. That was I, a good draft pick. So yeah, I I, I and Cliff uh, will go right to there. Uh, Devonte Smith. You two, like, absolutely solidified. That guy's going to be a problem for now and hopefully for the next five to ten Definitely years. Number one. Yeah, uh, looked at position, ran the routes, everything looked good from that kid. For me, it's about Nick Sirianni. Uh, the adjustments we saw with that first drive where we ran bubble screen left, bubble screen right, we set the defense up, knockout punch going to Devon Smith, or Savante Smith. Yep. I liked everything I saw from Sirianni except for going into the second half. I agree with running the ball because there's where you have to have guys you can trust running the routes. There's right. a reason why we didn't see Rager. There's a reason why we didn't see Quez walking to certain packages. They're young guys. It's a new offense. You got to figure it out. So we had to maintain some type of control and, and the time of possession, which you saw at the end. Yep. We literally kicked their ass in time of possession. <laughs> and also, what was the balance, Marty? What was the what was the uh, pass pass run ratio? Thirty-five yes. passes, thirty-one uh, rushes. There you go. Yeah. Nothing but balance. And if you want to win in football, in the NFL, you have to be balanced. Well, I don't. I disagree completely. We know like, you like, like always. We know but, you do. But uh, you don't want to run the ball. But I, I, I feel like a lot of lot of great stepping stones. To your point, I mean, JJ Arthur Whiteside. Well, I don't think the tattoo is is coming now. <laughs> no, but, uh, it doesn't but, look good but, for the tattoo. He started, you know, yeah. like was yeah. for he got 10, snapped 10, early, he, early in a lot of those packages. He was on the field. I feel like later you didn't see him as much, which, you know, whatever. To, to be expected. Yeah, uh, but that's that's exactly towards your point. If you don't even trust Jalen Rager <laughs> to come out there in the first, like, few 15 right. snaps right. that you've had planned for, you know, God knows how long, uh, that's uh, – I, I would say I would have been a little worried if, if – if, yeah, there he is. He shows up. Look at that. That's right, everybody. <laughs> right here. Right here. You just remember this face TCU, baby. for a long time and realize right. I'm not Justin Jefferson, Yo. but I can score touchdowns. Uh, so, uh, oh, yeah, the Eagles locker room is a party right now. Is that true? Chemistry, is that baby. Uh, our, our Chemistry. Uh, producer, uh, Kyle Bennett, on site is letting us know that there is it's going nuts. And that's nice. the one thing that I will say. The chemistry isn't bullshit. 
No. Like, no. No. Nick no. Sirianni's rah-rah speeches, the the whole, like, everyone's rallying around Jalen Rager, Ranks the two. attitude. How many times, I mean, like, how many high fives and combinations of high fives did we see between QB and coach today? And everybody, right, so you know? The first of the month, Rents do, and we just ate up. So. <laughs> yes, yeah, Rent has been sir. paid in full. Someone in the comments said that. Couldn't yeah. agree more. Yeah, Rent has been paid in full today. Uh, the, the next thing you need to do, is go subscribe to Driving in the Right Lane with Cliff and Barney. It's hilarious. I'm on there sometimes. Taylor's on there sometimes. Vince is on there sometimes. If you like sports and you like talking ish, uh, that is where you need to go. Tap in for sure. Please. <laughs> Tap in. Uh, thank you, gentlemen, as no always. Thank you, guys. Thank uh, you. Always a pleasure, guys. We uh, will tap in the great Bobby Dubs because he's got some celebrations. Yeah, we got a follow up uh, on to, do, to do as well. Uh, oh wait, shout out your uh, handles real quick. Check me out on Instagram. It's CliffyBaby215. You got questions for the podcast? Hit me up on driving in the right lane at gmail.com. I'm tapping out. Woohoo! Uh, there he is, the man Barney. of the hour. And I am Barney, aka the Uptown Realtor, aka Pusher Steen. You can find me at the Uptown Realtor on Instagram or at Pusher Steen and on Instagram. There it is. Uh, <laughs> there you go. There you go. You love to see it. Now we go to Dubs, which Dubs, big day for you, pal. Big day big for Bobby Dubs, everybody. Did I not say that Jalen Hurts was going to go off? Did I not tell you how bad the Falcons' pass defense is? <laughs> Here, yeah, yeah, he goes. Out there, Playing Matt. the part Matt, of Jalen Hurts is Matt Maritea. Jalen came to celebrate <laughs> with me. He knew I had his his back. He knew I knew what I was talking about. I told you the pass defense was suspect. One of the be worst in the league last year. Yep. They give up the most passing touchdowns. They give up big plays in chunks. That's what happens. The defense is pathetic. And I saw it, and I told you that was going to happen. I said in my head, he's going to get you 300 total yards, at least two touchdowns, and that's what happened. What What was your biggest takeaway other than Jalen Hurts uh, in this My biggest takeaway was Sirianni and his coaching playing to his players' strengths. You yeah. don't see that yeah. a lot with coaches. Coaches want to be the smartest guy in the room. But he says, hey, I got a bunch of guys who are quicker than your guys. I'm going to get them the ball in space. I'm going to get them the ball quickly. Yep. And then let them do what they do with their – different attributes he did that you, you saw a lot of screens a lot of quick passes yep. a lot of catches that then had a bunch of yards after the catch that's what Sirianni is doing you can see it it's going to be like that all season he's going to play to these players strength you saw it with Jalen Rager yep who last year we made a big fuss but you got him the ball in space you give him those little swings and look what he did he got you six catches 50 yards a touchdown I'm ready to forget Justin Jefferson even exists. <laughs> <laughs> which which I did. I, I think he forgot to exist today at least a exactly. little bit against the Bengals. Which you're getting to, yeah. Dubs made a great point, uh, and not that he normally doesn't. He always makes great that points. That is true. Uh, what I do, as long as I keep the mic close to me. <laughs> That's right. Right here. Uh, I, Vince and I were talking about during the game, and this is the first coach in NFL history that actually built a around what he has in the locker room. Coaches tell you that all of the time. Uh, Jim Schwartz is notorious for saying that, and yeah. it couldn't be further from the truth. No. Every offensive coach that you know says, I don't know what kind of system I'm running until I have the players. They're all full of shit. Nick Sirianni, 
might not be full of shit. Exactly. That's, that's he what he isn't. He isn't. And just he look said, on the this field. This guy does this. This guy does that. I'm going to put them in a position to do what they do. Yes. It's that simple. It works. It works. It works uh, really, really Why? well. 32 to 6. Why I try mean, to put a square peg in a round hole if it doesn't no. fit? <laughs> Too many coaches are trying to do it. Sirianni's like, no. Yes. Get me a square pole, a square peg, and a square hole. That's all Figure we're looking out. for. Yeah. If, and if they find uh, nine of them, then, you know, like we said, the division's pretty no, but, pretty clear in well, well, hold on, guys. I mean, he did have that press conference when he got introduced. Oh, yes. So clearly, he can't clearly do the job. You know what he's talking about. So let's, let's get this you know game what? and just forget about it. You know what? I'll defend the press conference. <laughs> it's bad. It still doesn't determine if you can coach or not. Doesn't matter. Exactly. You ever seen a Belichick presser? <laughs> uh, yeah, they're all useless. Yeah. Yes, they're yeah. all useless For garbage. The it doesn't matter. <laughs> it doesn't matter. I stammer instead of making a point than the guy who sits there and stone faces me. Yes. Me yeah. Uh, <laughs> he cares about the job. Good. It's from one coordinator to the other. Jonathan Gannon, his first go. Again, I thought it was okay. Yeah. Thought it was. I, I don't think he's built a system around, you know, whatever whatever they're trying to do. It's just the the same thing with the Eagles defense, and I think it's just more personnel. It's the middle. Yeah. It's the middle. It's never the front. It's never the back. It's just the middle. There isn't. A large changeover in today's defense yeah. from what they have right now. No, they're soft in the middle. That is clear. They're going to have to figure that out. That's going to be a problem. But I like that they were playing aggressive. I mean, you saw a number of people was, up at the line. That was going to go, Vince. They, on the defensive line, you saw Gannon didn't take his foot off the pedal. Pin your ears back and get at him. The second half with the entire onslaught by that defensive line. No point in the second half of that game. Yes. They were outscored. I think it was something like 17 to nothing. <laughs> so they, at the, when they saw they had him back on their heels, he attacked. That's what you do. You don't lay off like Jim Swartz would. Yeah. You don't start getting in the sticks and just like, okay, we'll stand by the marker and let that be in front of you. He didn't do that. He said, I'm going after him. Yep. We got him on the run. Get after his ass. Good job, Gannon. <laughs> uh, I, 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 uh, I, I feel like we're all missing something from this. But – or not it was just a cruising big lull between like the first and third and part of the fourth quarter mm -hmm. and just two teams trying to figure each other out two first-time head coaches trying to figure out their players and stuff like that the wonderful jason lee from phl 17 yeah, waving goodbye quick, just wait, hello. For the, wait for the people to start pal jason <laughs> I mean, lee from phl 17 if you're not quinn, is, it, is it really you vince quinn oh my god it's vince quinn it's hey, me barcher it is hey john i gotta tell you I have so missed the, what's going on? Thank you, brother. I love it. <laughs> I love it. I missed it, too. Could you give me another one? What's going on, Jason Lee? There you go. See, we can, I think we can start making personalized what's going on messages to everybody. Yeah, I think that'd be great. I think you're onto something there. <laughs> hey, uh, 7.45 tomorrow morning, I hear you're going to be on television. I will be on television. All right, cool. Vince Quinn, PHL 17. Tune in tomorrow morning. Look at that. There you have it. Look at that. Look at that. If this is not enough analysis here they can watch you on tv there you go there you we go. always need more and by the way jason uh tell people where they can watch your tv show you know what's so funny i just realized something i'm looking at the laptop you have and not looking at the camera <laughs> and i'm supposedly in television for a living it's a little smaller than what you're you used know, to working with so yeah, we understand friday nights at 11:30, brand new show the sports scene on phl 17 we debuted this past friday night awesome I thought it went pretty well. Hopefully it gets better next week. We'll see what happens. <laughs> oh, it gets better each week, baby. Hey, thanks, Jason. <laughs>
Thanks, Jason. PHL 17. See uh, Vince Quinn tomorrow there at 745. Yep. He's getting up early, right early. folks. Sure uh, check that out. Dubs, I know you've got some stuff to give away at I'd Villa like Capri. I'd congratulate Bob. Hey, Bob. For winning the Dubs, dude. All right. Bob won it down at the end of the bar. Bob at the end of the bar won the Dubs, dude. Eagles hats, bag, shirts. Hats, shirts. I mean, come on out for that. Um, we have got a bonus podcast for you uh, after this as well. So if you're listening on the replay, continue to do so as well. Uh, we are going to hand it off to the wonderful, the beautifully dressed, the uh, post-game of all <laughs> post-game shows that you are going to learn as well uh, from live from our last out media studios, uh, which we can't hear right now. So oh, we can't. The most wonderful transition uh, to uh, the nosebleeds, and uh, it is going to be our essentially our fifth quarter live pregame show right in our studio with these guys, uber talented fellas. Uh, like to have a lot of fun, and uh, yes, we we, uh, we hope you enjoy them uh, just as much. For Bobby Dubs, for Matt Maritera, for yeah. Vince Quinn, I'm John Barchard. This has been the post game show at Villa Capri live here on Bell and the Birdman. Boys, take it away from Last Out Media Studios. Thank you, Johnny B. Yeah, Am I, follow that can up. anybody even hear me? Can you hear me? I can oh, hear you. All right, all right. The Either Eagles. Loud and clear. The Eagles have won. A ball game, a football game. It's and it unbelievable. Was, hold on. You know what the final score was? I'll tell you. It was 32 to 6. Okay? Taylor, can you hear me? Am I on? Because you're looking like a mime back there <laughs> with, your, with your beard. I was doing the Eagles wave. But we are, that was not an Eagles wave. But whatever. Show me an Eagles wave. We are week one, baby. And I look really fat on camera. I'm looking at myself on the camera, but that's neither here nor there. But guess what? The birds win. They're undefeated. The birds 17 win. and 0 is on the table, people. 17 and 0 it's is there. certainly on the table. You know what else is on the table? Devontae Smith. MVP of the league <laughs> is on the table. Hey, it's gonna hey, it's uh, gonna happen. For those so listening quick, and watching yeah. that didn't hear my hot take, I give on our podcast. Uh, Jalen hurts to the Pro Bowl. Yeah, week one, 100%. still oh, alive, think, baby. Oh, listen, it's think, alive. It's well. I think Jalen hurts. Thriving. It's is thriving. thriving. Jalen hurts, baby. Top five quarterback in the league. So real quick, <laughs> let's take a second to introduce ourselves. We didn't even. Oh yeah, that's true. Ourselves. I'm Seamus Anthony Joseph Doyle the first. <laughs> and your social, of course. And my social security number is from the nosebleeds. <laughs> that's what it is. So we it's are from the from the nosebleeds podcast here at Last Out. Yes, we are. It's a great and little we program. Proud. We do it we Tuesday are proud nights. Of show. And uh, I'm Patrick O'Leary. My this name is, is Vincent Lobiondo. Vicente. That's Taylor behind the glass, I'm TK shamed. behind the glass. Hey, TK they behind the glass. He's the bald producer. You got to have a producer who's bald. It's you facts. Can't, you can't if they trust have, If they have hair, you if can't If they trust have them. hair, they're not a good producer. They don't know how to touch buttons or something like that. My, is, that is that right, Taylor? Maybe. That is facts. Cool. Awesome. <laughs> okay, Thanks for so chiming in. My number one takeaway from this game, and I just want to put this out there, and uh, I made sure we can cuss on here. Jalen Hurts can throw the fucking ball. Wait a minute. He, he can, can throw the ball. Wing. Wait. Let's put Barchard it. Barchard cursed about thirty times. That's you true. You can curse. Well, I'm, okay. I'm not Barchard. No, no, you certainly I'm, aren't. I'm John just, Barchard. I'm Vince, and not Quinn. That's true. But uh, no, that's my main takeaway. Jalen Hurts can throw the ball. He can throw the ball. And Absolute it's time to dimes. put all those doubters to bed that said uh, this guy's uh, arm and his accuracy is questionable because. I mean, at least today, look, he looked great. Hey, O'Leary, how about all those uh, national writers? Not even ranking Jalen Hurts. Yeah, that was. Fine. I mean, that was that a disgrace. I love it. Fine. I think it's awesome, dude. Because me, guess what? He goes you know out what, there you today. Know what, you know what underdogs do? They're hungry dogs. Hungry what dogs do hungry dogs faster. do? We learned this in 2017. I don't want to hungry talk about dogs run faster. Right this is a different squad. I don't want to. No, I like, know. Brandon Graham. No, 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 no. But it's still the same people that said hungry dogs run faster. Yeah, but you know what Brandon Graham <laughs> said recently? 
What he was said what? 2017 vibes. And I, I ripped him for that at first because it was like mm-hmm. week one of training camp. And I'm like, don't I mean, say you can that. see that Dude, with don't uh, say that. the celebration in the locker room. But now, as we saw a, a peek into the Eagles locker room, Taylor, did you see that? Absolutely gorgeous. I, I mean, they, they, they are popping champagne. But just like the Phillies won a couple weeks when they win the Anoise. No, yeah, I'm just okay. kidding. I'm joking. That's a joke. I had to get the <laughs> Phillies in there yeah, for yeah. like a smidge, had even to. though they just lost to the Rockies. But that's fine. But seriously, overall, that's offense, fine. offense, besides Hurts. Uh, I mean, Devontae. Let's, Devontae I mean, that's fantastic. my number two takeaway. That's here. your Devontae. MVP of the league right there. So obviously I that's did a lot. Li- I did a live stream in this very studio on draft night wearing a Devontae Smith Alabama jersey. I wanted him. He, it, my wishes came true. By the way, how true. much did you pay for that? Uh, it's, it's fake. It's fi- oh, so, oh, all right. You got it from China. Come on, that's come fine. on dude. I'm smart. We, we don't encourage counterfeit. We don't, we, we don't, we don't encourage it. No, but here's the thing. Allegedly. Allegedly. But uh, no, uh, Devontae looks great. He looks exactly like the guy that we drafted. Like, he looks like a stud. He's, his route running is good. I mean, he got wide open on that uh, that touchdown. He's fast. Mm. I think Vince made a great point, by the way. This is like unrelated, sort of. But he was talking about the Sirianni opener, uh, opening press conference, right? Mm-hmm. When everyone ripped him because he can't... Over a fucking because, press conference. Because he can't speak coherently, I guess, yeah, when he's I mean, in front of a podium. Who gives a shit? As long as you're not coach. hired to... You're not <laughs> hired to... All right. Technically, you're hired to talk to the media that's in your contract. But... It doesn't matter right. how well you do it, and that doesn't determine how well you coach. Yeah, it was Vince, a, Vince also brought up, brought up a great point. What do you ever get out of Bill, Bill Belichick? That's true. Like, Nobody. Yeah, it's, but, it's, right. it's, it's like one word answers, and he sits there, and he's like, yep, we got to do it. But, at, at the same time, if Belichick was like a shitty, shitty coach, he would get ripped for his presence, oh, obviously. Yeah. The, the last terrible opening press conference we've seen, though, was Adam Gase with the Jets when he had those like <laughs> yeah. crazy eyes the going. Crazy eyes. Yeah, that was that's insane. true. That's true. What about the college coach? With the, I always forget his name. I'm a man. I'm 40. What the oh, hell is his from, name? Oh, uh, from Oklahoma. Yes, State. the guy from Oklahoma State. <laughs> yeah, He's got to be over but 40 by now. While we're on Sirianni, I mean, I'll say one thing. There were significantly less amount of times today that I said, what the hell was that play call? I think you only said it once. I did say I said it I once said on it one it of those screens. No, I said it once on that one screen. Yeah, okay. Didn't understand yeah. that, but uh, listen, Doug Peterson won a Super Bowl, loved him. Uh, I probably said, what the fuck was that play call? At least, At least 10 five times, times a game. per game. Like, it was a lot. It was. It was absurd last year, especially, because, I mean, like, half the time he'd get the run game going, and then all of a sudden it's like, all right, let's just throw the ball. Yeah. It's like, such just a breath forget of Miles Watching yeah, Sirianni uh, do his personalized handshake with Jalen might oh have been God. my favorite thing Orgasmic. I've seen in my whole life. Orgasmic. Like, I Orgasmic. love that, I love that connection. You love the chemistry you see between, uh, a, basically, not a rookie quarterback, a new starter and a new head coach. Well, isn't yeah. he technically a rookie, Taylor? No. No. No? Okay. Last year he's not Ben Simmons. Not a <laughs> I don't know what's uh, happening, dude. I really thought we could make it through this whole thing without <laughs> once mentioning Ben Simmons. But, um, we'll save it for Tuesday. Or the Phillies, by yeah, the way. we'll save it. We uh, ma- we managed, wait a minute. We managed to mention both the Phillies and Ben Simmons in the Eagles post-post-game show <laughs> after a 32-6 to route. <laughs> um, Kenny Gainwell. He looked great. He very good. Not the saxophone like, player. No, not Kenny G. Not Kenny G, the saxophone player from Philadelphia. Kenny the G, new, the, the better, the yeah. more improved the Kenny G. All right, Kenny G 2.0. <laughs> Let's call him that. Yeah, all I'm right, last Kenny week G. on the show, From the Nosebleeds, by the way, you got to check us out on From the Nosebleeds. But, O'Leary, you were talking about Gamewell. Mm-hmm. You were saying that he's he could be an impact player this season. Mm-hmm. What did he do today? He made an impact. Yeah, he made an impact. He showed that that statement is 100% hey, true. 60, yeah. 60 more of those. I might have been joking around with it last week, but I mean, I really do believe the kid can be good. He made some great reads. He had a little stumble there on one of the runs. That's okay. He didn't get the first down on it. But that touchdown was phenomenal. You just saw the, the Red Sea part, and beautiful. he just went right up the yeah, middle. Yeah, I think, uh, I think Vince yards. said it earlier. He was just uh, finding the holes well. Yeah. Like he knew where to go. Great vision. 
And um, it was interesting at times to see them go with him over Sanders in certain situations. Yeah, especially with that two-minute But, I mean, I, that's a great one-two punch. Mm-hmm. And um, I do agree how they were saying that this kind of looks like Jordan Howard may resurface on this yeah, roster. he's got to put weight back because, on him, just like they said. Like, now, uh, Vince is not a fan of skinny Jordan Howard. Vince Quinn. I'm just not a fan of Jordan Howard. I'm not, yeah. I was going to say, I'm not a fan of Jordan Howard, period. But like, I don't care if he's... I can see why he would come onto the roster, because Boston Scott's role has been filled by Kenny, yeah. Kenny Gainwell. And Boston so Scott like, didn't even get in this game. No, he didn't have yeah, a which single Honestly, snap. I was fine with. I was oh, fine with time, The only time I ever want to see that man play is against the Giants, because <laughs> that's the only time he's ever good. Like I so said, you know what? if the Eagles play the Giants every week, Boston Scott's a first ballot Hall of Famer, Famer yeah, legend, build easily. a statue now. Um, also on the offense, I mean, the offensive line, uh, you know, they're back. They're all healthy right now. Knock Great on wood sight. here. Great sight. A um, little bit uh, flag heavy on yeah. them. Uh, I think it was, I mean, false starts. I think they're shaking off. Samalu the was loading up on false God. starts. Yeah. I, you know what, man? I, about Samalu, dude. I, I'm not a fan of his, honestly. I just, I, yeah, I, no. I could do without I mean, Samalu. he's the probably the weakest link on that line. He's I mean, the weakest yeah. link on the line, but I'm not trying to be negative Newly today. extended uh, Jordan Mailata had himself quite a game. Killed he looked it, very good. And he deserves every he, uh, he uh, fucking pancaked someone on that uh, Jalen Reger touchdown. Oh, beautiful, yeah. Speaking of which, Jalen Reger breakout season incoming, uh, baby. Oh, it's going to happen. How about it's a Pro happen. Bowl year for Reger? How about that? <laughs> How about all right, that? All right, I'll take it, honestly. How about that? Hey, you know what? I'll take everybody. I will, I will take every receiver on the Eagles being in the Pro Bowl this year. I think it's going to happen. Even Whiteside. That's your boy. All right, well, yeah, no, no, yeah, no. Yeah. Dude, you love Whiteside. That's, that's a little bit of a stretch there. I, I think you have a Whiteside jersey, but you just won't J-Jol? wear it outside. Yeah, no, yeah, his cousin gave me one when he gave me an Uber ride. That is true. Patrick O'Leary <laughs> once was in an Uber, and the Uber driver was his uh, cousin. Yeah. It was unfortunate because and, and by the way, to do. by the way, he was embarrassed to even mention Pro who Bowl regular. There me. it is. <laughs> he was embarrassed to mention who the me. who the person he was related to. I had was. to really extract it from him. I felt felt like I was in a CIA torture chamber, and I was on the uh, the end that was making him tell me information. Honestly, it was very dude, bizarre. Honestly, man, I wouldn't have even brought it up if I was him. No, I, yeah. I like that's like an that's information you keep to yourself. The only reason we got on yourself. it is I was wearing an Eagles jersey. Oh, that's and true. he's talking to me. He's like, "Yeah, what do you think of Wentz? All this kind of stuff," and I'm like. He sucks. Uh, most of the receivers suck right now. Wentz looked pretty good today, though. <laughs> yeah, dude. Yeah, okay. he looks amazing. <laughs> he that's looks a good quarterback. <laughs> but um, no. While we're on the He's got a good foot. while we're on the topic of uh, pass catchers, you know, like we said, Jalen Reger in, in in coming breakout season. Mm-hmm. Um, the, the the tight ends looked pretty good. Yeah, uh, Goddard and Ertz. Dallas Goddard, baby. Ertz, I, Ertz got hurt. I think so. Right? I think he Towards just like I think he tor- tweaked his hammy or something. I or, think like he came, back on. he came back. He came back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He definitely he came play. back. Dallas, Dallas touchdown. What a throw and catch! Oh my god, that was fantastic. I mean, he put that on a uh, string, and it was a great catch by uh, Dallas. I think they, Dallas he, is going to have a big year, man. Oh, 100 percent. Dallas is going to have a big. He year. already had a pretty great year last year, and that was his rookie yeah. year. He can only go. He's up got a legit. I mean, if Jalen Hurts is going to be this good, he's got a chance to be like a top three tight end numbers wise. I have him on one of my fantasy squads, but I also have Ryan Fitzpatrick. As a starting quarterback on my other fantasy squad, I got screwed. I'll explain later. But we'll explain on Tuesday. It is what it is. Yeah. Apparently, he broke his hip or something. So that's yeah. my luck in fantasy. Um, an interesting takeaway also is Quez Watkins. So he had three catches for mm-hmm. 23 yards, but like mm-hmm. they all came on the first drive. Yeah. Like they didn't, I feel like I they feel were like they just feeding kinda, him and then they went away from it. Yeah. I feel like they just kind of wanted to put some emphasis on him because it's probably a guy you don't really study in film as much because yeah. he's a younger receiver. Uh, he hasn't really gotten much time. There's probably not a lot of film on him to begin with. Uh, so why not uh, throw him out there, see what he can do? Seamus, why don't you go ahead and read that screen? 
What the hell am I reading? <laughs> what does it say? No one cares about Seamus' fantasy I team. I care about Seamus. Who said that? All right, shut up. I care about my fantasy team. That's great. And guess what? Fitzpatrick is coming back week two through what? How many games are there this year? 30 or something? 17? <laughs> He's going to be great for the rest of the season. On the other side of the ball. I care about my goddamn fantasy team. On the other side of the ball, uh, the Go defense birds, was... Though. Defense was... Uh, Interesting. They they took a little while to get started. Yeah, they I did. think the D line really ramped it up, especially in the second the half. The secondary, the tackling in the first half was it was very very, very rough. The tackling in, like in the first half, like these dudes don't know how to tackle, and no. they either know how to tackle or they they're lazy. I don't know what it is, but I feel like every year with the Eagles, we talk about them not knowing how to tackle, mm-hmm. and yeah. it's it's going to be extremely frustrating going forward. What what frustrated me at one point was that one Kyle Pitts reception for a first down. I think it was. Um, Steven Nelson was covering him. And it's like, why the hell would yeah. you put somebody that's that short on a guy that's a yeah, future Hall of Famer, Kyle Pitts? <laughs> but, Let me yeah. tell you. But like, I it's just it, seeing just like the height differential right there, and Steven Nelson actually got a good tackle on him. I was surprised. Yeah, he was obviously the second defender to actually go after him because it, there was a little bit of blown coverage there. But it just it sucked to see because it's like, oh my god, this dude is a monster. monster. He is an yeah. absolute monster. Imagine if we had him on this. He's team. an athletic freak. <laughs> I hate like, like like thinking about that. Like wishing we had other players. Oh yeah, because like that happens. With, like welcome with to Philadelphia. Every yeah. team in this city. I wish I had this guy. I wish I had a player that's similar or almost as half <laughs> as good as that player is. Trashing Philadelphia's own Kyle. Pe- Damn right I am. Because he I doesn't said, play. <laughs> I said all right, whatever, dude. I'm not even anyway. I'm getting a lot the, of hate uh, today. The D line looked great. I got, uh, I'm getting a lot of to hate, but guess what? At St. Seamus, like go go in my mentions. I'd rather um, do that so I can block you. No. You had Hargrave with two sacks, mm-hmm. Ridgeway with a sack. Mm-hmm. Great, great. Uh, I mean, Hardway pressure, a, constant pressure Hardway from the D line. That D line is going to be a special unit. It's scary. Got sweat. They are scary. Uh, I would Fletch. not want to go up against those guys, especially being a rookie tackle like the yeah. Falcons had today. He got fucking baptized. BG had a, a big he fucking hit baptized. on Mike oh Davis God. in the first quarter. I that think was it was. And me and monstrous. me and Pat went crazy for that. Oh my God, that was just phenomenal because you get to see. Like how beastly that D line can really be today. Yeah. I think. Wait, I, I, obviously it's a little you, bit worse. You have of to a let team. the people know. At one point, see Patrick O'Leary is very crazy when it comes to the Philadelphia Eagles. Watching the games live in person, in particular, he's crazy. Yeah. He goes nuts. Mm-hmm. It was quite an he experience. Like, my first time. He is like your stereotypical uh, seven hundred club Eagles fan, like going crazy and throwing shit. Pat all does like TL. Breaking news. He does. <laughs> and at one point today, he was he was never calm during the entire game. Like as soon as kickoff happened, he was like screaming, just screaming yeah. out of control because that's how he is. Not to mention when uh, Jalen Reger. But guess what? I'm getting there. No, go ahead. I'm getting there. At one point, I'll, I like to talk. He about is that. shotgunning a beer. No, no, ready? No, shotgunning. No. A- we have to. I have to explain the it's story behind this. Guy this guy is out of control. Right so, where he sits right now. When Rager, He's like an Eagles mummer. When Rager was drafted last year, my friend and I looked at each other and we Shoot. were like, you know, for every touchdown now, we're going to have to do Jaeger bombs because Jalen Rager yeah, is a Rager, Rager bomb. bomb. So we started doing that. We only did it like probably two or three times last year. I don't even remember how many I, I don't touchdowns he had. Yeah, oh, I just okay. remember the first one. But <laughs> it was incredible because literally we all just got around, took shots. So you know what? I said to myself, Drink well, we got to start... <laughs> From the nose, please. We uh, promote responsibility. Yes, drinking. of course. But coming from him, thing, yeah, sure. The first thing I think to myself is, all right, well, we got to bring this tradition into the, to the last out this 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 year, especially if we're doing this show. Yeah, last year I probably didn't get, get much use out of it. No, none at all. I think it, I think we should start having a tradition where at the end of every game, if Jalen Rager got a touchdown, we all just chug a beer together. I'm I'm totally <laughs> down for that. I'm I'm just saying, week one, he goes crazy. He's shotgunning oh, beers and everything else. 
Can you imagine, like, midway <laughs> through the season what the hell's going to be happening in the studio? By the way, drink responsibly, Pat. They're talking to you. <laughs> Even though Vince, you know, has his issues if you listen to the show. My mother agrees. If you listen to the show, Vince has some, you know... Yeah, we'll, we'll dive you know, way whatever. deeper into our alcoholism care. on the show, so make sure you listen. Yeah. We're giving you a little sneak peek of what goes on in here, though. But it's, <laughs> it's pure fun. <laughs> As, awesome. as Vince is choking on his liquid death. Um, yeah, yeah. That's ironic. By the way, <laughs> liquid death, by the way, almost killed Vince, but it is a great water. <laughs> um, what did you guys think of the decision to go for it on fourth down those uh, two times, I believe it was? Yeah, I don't know. I mean, like. The second time, there was. No I wasn't a fan it. of the first. The second one, I was the, like, the, this the is dumb. Yeah, but the second yeah. one was extremely dumb. It was extreme. You gotta I, take, I get it. You I guess longer, the too. There, it, was, it was fourth and two both times, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah but the second time, dude, you have to take the points. Take the points. No. Yes. I love it. Yes, yes, yes. I do. No, no, no. I did love the decision to go for the two-point conversion after a yeah. penalty. I mean, yeah, that, if, you, you if you're going to, what is it, at the one-yard line, you have to go for two. Yeah. Taylor just said, always go for it. And then nobody just responded to that. Every fourth and two, go for it. Yes. No, absolutely not. So the problem is, I think we're a little scarred by Doug Peterson doing that a little too much. Uh, but honestly, I think a lot of that. Well, Sirianni is doing it. I know. Hold on, you didn't let me finish. You didn't let me finish. So in 2017, I'm you finish, but who was the offensive coordinator? It was Frank Reich. Where did he go? He went to Indy. Who did he teach? Nick Sirianni. So I think a lot of that is going to come in. I think that aggressiveness is going to come in with fourth down calls. Like it's just it, you saw it right away. Like he had two fourth downs. He went for him. When you yeah. believe in your offense. <laughs> You always go. For also, it, I feel two. like on that second one, I you, can't hear you anything you're saying. On that second one, you let Miles Sanders run it and not Kenny. Yeah, Gable. I think you. I mean, uh, but the thing is, too, you know, they kind of committed to Kenny G being that third down back, and True. when it comes to fourth down, he's going to be in there. I think. Um, while I don't necessarily agree with it, you got to get the kid snaps. Like you got to you got to put him in that kind of situation, see what he can do. If he can't prove yeah. himself there, then you know you you curtail a little bit and you put a uh, you put Sanders in. Make My him first note I have written down here for the game was uh, weird single digit numbers. Yeah, it was, that shit it was, was throwing bizarre. me off left and right. Especially, especially like you were saying with Steven with, Nelson and, and Slay being two, two and three. three. Yeah. I was just, I didn't even know who was who for a second. Like every every five seconds, I'm checking to make sure it's Slay. Or I'm checking to make sure it's Steven Nelson. But you can kind of tell them apart. I mean, just the fact that this season opened up on a uh, opening drive touchdown to Devontae Smith oh, is just, it was perfect. That was that like Pat's like needed. dream. Yes, you you you've been talking about this for weeks. I have. You you've been talking about that for weeks. <laughs> it came into notes. fruition, and I'm surprised you didn't shotgun a beer at that point. But well, it was it was great to see that's that. Not, that's not not tradition. That's true. That's all, not the all you need <laughs> right here, people. I'll tell you what, it Game was notes. amazing to see. It was beautiful. It was it was fantastic because you finally see an Eagles pick panning out immediately, yeah. instantly. Not taking a year to develop. Not getting injured early in the preseason. He did get injured in the preseason. He worked through it. He came back, and, and he, he just fought him. through that adversity. And he looks fucking phenomenal. Absolutely. That was like the greatest thing to see because now you have that that deep threat or. Middle threat, whatever, whatever he is, wherever he is, he will get open. You can see that. That opens up so much more for guys like Rager, guys like even um, what you call it, Jaw. Unfortunately, yeah. it, it opens up opportunities. Unfortunately, Jaw, has got to get some love, man. Eventually, it, we'll, but we'll it, uh, if he love. does something, we'll love yeah, him. It, I, he's it, gonna have a good year. It's very easy to be loved. To actually get scheme a little more for those guys because you don't have to scheme for Devontae. He will get open. That's fine. You let him do his thing. Everybody else you can scheme for a little more now. I think that really is a, something they were missing the past couple of years. Absolutely. Yeah, you had Djax last year, but he's old as hell now. He's yeah. washed up a little bit. Yeah, you yeah, know? Djax uh, flip-flopping in the end zone and break his leg. <laughs> also, we need to, <laughs> we, need to we need to pay our respects to the punter. I don't know if 
cannot pronounce his name. Is it yeah. Sipos? S- I can't it's not that hard. You to had it written down, right? It's spelled. It's S I P O S S. I just don't know how to pronounce it. Sipos. Well, whatever it is, what a day for him in his debut. Yeah, was a great game, man. He had what three within the ten yard line. Yeah, I mean, he was one on the ten. He was pinning them. It was he great kicks. I mean, that's what having a punter looks like. That was Listen, a surprise, though. That, who that is sort of, the Eagles that sort of punter? That came out of nowhere for me. Well, after so many years of Donnie Jones, and I'm going to be honest, he did a fantastic job for all those years. Uh, I have a Donnie Jones jersey. Them, it's, it's great to see them come out and actually have a good punter. Because, like, Cam Johnston wasn't great. Yeah, he was... <laughs> He was, he, was, right. he was okay. He was okay. He wasn't as bad as people like Having to say a punter is one of the most like underrated parts yeah, of definitely. The football. Absolutely. Because if a you good punter someone deep, like yeah. you're good to go. Yeah, I mean, you if let you the defense go to if work. You got people starting at inside the 10-yard line. Yeah. Every drive like And you gonna, see it takes a toll. They only scored 6 points and they yeah. were in the first quarter yeah, before the, the defense actually Let's talk with the Falcons. Up. I mean, they look Bad. They, they, look, they are a really bad They team. just flat yeah. out died after the first drive. The I know first drive, know I was happened. like, oh, we're, we're in trouble. I know they scored another field goal after that, but they just looked but flat But that's all they had, dead. man, yeah. with just the two field goals and really nothing and, else. But like John said, I mean, that's Matt Ryan. Like, Matt Ryan with let's, I'm going to coin this now. yards. Let's get out the sponges because Matt Ryan's fucking washed, He's dude. done. He's washed. Like, he's, he's just, just washing no away. question. <laughs> You're really trying to make that a thing. <laughs> I, it just popped into my head. You know, I really <laughs> like it. I'm going to run with it, dude. Fuck it, right? But yeah. um, he's Cordell, washed. He, yeah. can't, he, can't, he can't throw downfield like you saw it. Like I don't think he made a single pass attempt that was over 20 yards today. Just yeah, just like such average bad numbers on the whole offense. You yeah. got 164 yards for Matt Ryan. Mm-hmm. Cordell Patterson leads the team in rushing yards oh, with 54. A that's a joke. Calvin Ridley 51 yards. Kyle Pitts 31. Just you, you hate to see that out of Pitts because like everybody expected to be so good. And Rid- like, uh, by the way, Ridley too. Pitts I mean, is going to be special, but like that. Uh, they're going to need having Matt Ryan as your quarterback sucks yeah, right now. Sucks. Like he, he, Not Matt Ryan good. even admitted it. He was like under throwing the guy in training camp because he yeah. wasn't used to how tall he was, how explosive he was, everything, how fast he was, especially for a guy of his size. He's used yeah. to Hayden Hurst, who's kind of just like more like Ertz Goddard kind right. of type, where he's just kind of rumbling down the field and you hit him where he is. And for but, what it's worth, I mean, we shit on the offensive line for the penalties, but uh, one, only job. only one sack. They did a fantastic. I mean, job that's also we can credit Jalen for some of that. I mean, yeah. oh they had God. they pointed this out on the last show, but mm-hmm. I mean, it's obvious the dude knows how to move in the pocket. Yeah. Absolutely. And the credit to Sirianni, he did a great job of calling plays to his strengths, mm-hmm. which is like it's just it is so, something that's so simple that it shouldn't be like something you need to go crazy about. But so many coaches just don't do that. Like, yeah. Give your guys the plays that they run the best. And that's exactly what he was doing with Jalen, getting him on the that's move. That's what makes a good head coach a yeah. great yeah. head coach. Getting Jalen I mean, on the move is most important. Yeah, it's you knowing, your, guys, you knowing your players' strengths and their weaknesses. Mm-hmm. You and look at guys that. that kind of started this, like Russ. Uh, and then you look at guys like Kyler Murray, who also have success doing it. Like, it's great to see great someone in Philly. Him, by the way. And Vic, Pearson, by the way. Absolute missile today. Yes. But Vic, PSM, by the way, who was here. Like, you just love to see guys that actually can get into that scheme and work with it. And you love to see coordinators that actually are able to scheme for them. Yeah, and Co- I... Uh, competent coordinators I also, are, are yeah. underrated yeah. In, the, in the NFL. I mm-hmm. also feel like Jalen did a great job of deciding in what situation to run. Like, he didn't overdo it. Yeah. And he also showed, like, the obviously he has the willingness. Mm-hmm. Like, he did it when he had to. He didn't make any mistakes in that area. I thought he did a good job of getting down and getting out of bounds when he should, not taking any unnecessary I'll punishment. Tell you what. Hurts his football IQ already? Yeah. I mean, this is what people have been saying about him, man. I mean, the questions have always been on the field for the people that doubt him. But, like, his football IQ, everyone says this guy's a gamer. Mm. He's so dedicated to his craft. I and mean, he's a clubhouse leader. And yeah. you know what? 
people always like to like make fun of that, like not make fun of it, that, but like underestimate matters. it. They're like, oh well, this but, is a new yeah. guy. He's you know he just got into the league. Yeah. Like whatever, it's it, what, we'll see if he's Listen, a club not to, When you have veterans though yeah. coming out and saying, "Man, this guy yeah. is a leader." Yeah, I mean that is not that, to that like is bring up this name. Not to bring up this name on this podcast, but it's such a such a night and day difference with from Carson because yeah, he just wasn't a vocal leader like that. Like you never saw him being the focal point in like a pregame huddle. Or, it was mm-hmm. always Malcolm. Yeah, getting the, and I know that he was the obvious leader of the team, but like you want to see a little bit of that from your quarterback. Like, Absolutely. It, it definitely matters. And like you said, to see veterans coming out uh, in such support of a guy so young saying that he's a great leader. And you have uh, Devontae Smith after the game saying, uh, quote, uh, talking about Jalen, he's a leader. When things are wrong, he's the guy who's picking everybody up. When things are right, he's the one telling everyone to keep pushing. And, 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 and who would know better about uh, Jalen Hurts as a leader than Devontae? Yeah, being I mean, on, listen, an Alabama th- th- teammate. I mean, this is something that is literally, I, I think, slept on. But but Hertz has the the entire package. I mean, he showed he showed today. He's a quarterback yes. in the NFL, a very good quarterback so far. Yeah. So far. I mean, but listen, he didn't go out there and, and shit the bed. Exactly. Which I think a lot of national people and a lot of casual yeah, NFL I mean, fans like were you brought up before the before the we got into this uh, the rankings of quarterbacks. Some people had him listed under backups. A lot of yeah. quote unquote respected writers in the league. Yeah. Had him like. Like thirty fifth out of thirty two, or even worse. I just want to know when this narrative began because I watched him in college, and but I you mean, know what? Aside from the one time he got pulled, and that was in the national he looked championship great. game. But guess what, Vince? <laughs> I actually love it. I love the hate. I oh, love yeah. that he was not hated, but I love that he was slept on. Yeah. Also, because guess what? You know what? No pressure on him. He's just going to go out there and do his thing. He yeah. was a he was a quarterback that made his second round. Yeah. That's yeah. usually how people look at quarterbacks outside the first round. That's no, I, I understand that. And how many I get that yards Taylor. Uh, Jalen ran for 62 yards. And I just want people to think about this for a second. The line for his rushing yards was set at 39 and a half. Yeah, that was... If you're not taking that. that over on that bet all season, you're a nut job. Wait, wait a minute. if they keep underrating his rushing like that, you're making fucking straight cash. Is Patrick Doyle, a uh, friend of the show, by the way, referring to last season's opener when he talks about the Eagles tying the Bengals last year? That wasn't in the opener. I think no, that was weak. That was early was, in the season. Like three or four, yeah. All right, whatever. That was when a former Eagle, Matt Pryor, uh, went, oh, what was it, a false I start on the that field goal? Game. Yeah, that was that, bad. That tie almost had the Eagles winning the division. A lot that, of yeah, that tie. That was the funniest part. That was the funniest. That just shows how bad the NFC East is. Oh, man. But, but, um, and they're going to be bad again. Yeah, definitely uh, check every week in on the prop for Jalen Hurts rushing yards yeah. and definitely smash any over that isn't in, like, the 40s. 100%. Yeah. Because, I mean, um, if he keeps running the way he did, he's going to be very successful Yeah, and like there. we said, he's smart. He, he's will, he's very willing to run, mm-hmm. but he knows when to and when not to. And he's not going to get himself hurt, which is the Absolutely. best part. You could see today that he was getting down and maybe he made a couple contacts, but he knows what he's doing. Uh, but in, in addition to the 62 rushing yards, he got 264 mm-hmm. uh, throwing yards and three touchdowns. I mean, and quite again, a day. Quite a day. You don't want to take this with a grain of salt. You kind of do. The Take Falcons the have a terrible oh, yeah. defense. We knew that going in. We knew that's why we all had faith that we could actually win this yeah. game. Um, Speaking of which, why the hell were we three-point underdogs? <laughs> this Falcons team I, is... Did they really expect I, us I to be I don't understand this bad? Like how they came up with that, but whatever. Hey, listen. They got Kyle Pitts. Matt Ryan's yeah. a hey, listen, historic quarterback. They have future <laughs> Hall of Famer Kyle Pitts. Yeah. And... But, Future Hall I'm of Famer who should be retired. Be. I'm just saying, let's relax. For those Matt of you Ryan. out there that don't listen to the pod, I predicted the Eagles to. I I said ten games, so mm-hmm. I no, think I they're going to be a good what team. What the hell did I say? I'd forget even. I don't remember. I think you said like make seven. your pick now. I didn't say seven. I'm pretty sure you said. Seven. I didn't say. I, I I'm going to say nine. 
That's fair. And that's right. that's good enough to win the division. Although before Fitzmagic went down, oh no, I you did you did pick. I the football thought this team. would be the year for for uh, Fitzpatrick to lead somebody to a to, to a division title. Too much, too much Fitzpatrick talk. I know, definitely <laughs> too much. He's I'm sorry. Again, See, fantasy, again, fantasy Taylor, quarterback. Taylor, that's my fantasy guy. I, I got to bring him up. Nobody cares about my fantasy um, team, though. I guess let's look ahead as we uh, mm-hmm. take on the 49ers next week. So I just saw uh, Rap just tweeted that uh, one of their starting cornerbacks actually just p- possibly tore his ACL. I Kyle saw Shanahan that uh, revealed that in his postgame. Yeah. What does that do for them? Dude, that might that might put a nail in the coffin for yeah, them next week. Because, yeah, I mean, if they can't cover our receivers, and especially after the day they just had today, yeah. Yeah, and the way ba- Jalen was throwing. very bad news. Line, line opens at uh, plus four Eagles. Ooh. Love that. Love Hammer. that. Hammer Love that. that. I, I'd take the Eagles' money line. I don't think the Niners are a great team. Yeah. They're not. And, I mean, the way we look today, we look like a good football team. Mm-hmm. Jalen Hurts looks like a good quarterback. The Our run game, part. good. Anytime Defense, you win in the NFL, fine. thirty-two to six, you're you know you're doing something. I right. would like to see a better day out of our secondary. Yeah, but like for the most part, they played well. I thought. I it mean, you had bad. that one great play by Slay too. Yeah. that could have been a pick easily. Yeah. But again, Matt Ryan threw it a little terribly. But this is why it's good <laughs> to start Being against Matt Ryan. Yeah, that's what he does. This is why it's good to start against a team that flat out stinks, like the. Falcons, because you kind of mm-hmm. get in a rhythm. You get yeah. going. Like, you saw the video that we played uh, a couple minutes ago of uh, the locker room going crazy. Like, you're getting chemistry going, and nothing builds chemistry better than winning. Yep. Winning that is just Jalen Hurts is what being it is. your QB. Yeah. That, that is what builds team chemistry. But, like, it's good to just open up week one with a, a kick-ass win mm-hmm. over a bad team to get everyone feeling it, feeling the vibes. Mm-hmm. Got Nick Sirianni gets his first win under his belt. Jalen's first win as a starter. And by the way, or, we, we well, appreciate... No, that's not true. We appreciate lied. everyone checking us out as Vince lies, which he tends to do. I'm a liar. But guess what? It's never in a, in a Second mean win as a way. starter. This is our first week doing the post-post-game show uh, here at Last Down Media, and we had a wonderful time, and uh, we hope to get better every single week. But Vince Quinn and John Bartard, what they're doing, man, I mean, it, it, it is awesome. I love those guys. Love being a part of it. I love being a part of it. Those guys are true professionals, and they're true. I mean, they're the best at what they do. We're going to the moon. They, they are. Vince Quinn and John Bartard are the best at what they do. You will not find better Eagles content anywhere. Seriously, anywhere. I mean, they know what they know their stuff, and uh, it's just an honor to be even like uh, a part of what they're doing with uh, Bell and the Bird. Up on the bandwagon, and people. By the way, it is one of the best names. For a that is, Eagles that is podcast, for that a is podcast, true. I was jealous. Like in general, Bell and the Birdman. I mean, that is just like one of the best podcast names ever. So, um, I mean, yeah, we are so excited to be a part of the team. We are so excited to be with you guys every single week. Um, Can't you wait. Know, we're just getting into the flow of things. And week one victory. What better way to start things off? Mm-hmm. Let's just do. Let's just do uh, seventeen of these. Just wins, feeling yep. great. Yep. Seventeen and those on the table, people. And guess, and guess who should get a ring? By the way, if we go seventeen and zero. And if the Eagles win the Super Bowl this year, I'm not saying they will. If Barchard and Quinn deserve a ring, <laughs> Barchard and Quinn Rings and, for the and whole Taylor last out media family. Producer Taylor <laughs> can get a ring too, but I'm just saying, like the, a Bell and the Bird, man. I mean, let's. I mean, Great let's show. go. Let, let, sure let's get in. this thing going. Make sure you subscribe, tune in, all that fun also, stuff. Also, from the nosebleeds, and don't forget to check out our show too. From the nosebleeds, our uh, we recently just changed our Twitter handle. We're now nosebleeds. Feel uh, PHL is it? Nosebleeds PHL. So check us out on Twitter. Got we a lot of good content the most on there. Entertaining content besides Bell and the Birdman. How about that? <laughs> yeah, we're up there. We're, we're top one, three for sure. It's one A one B, but it's interchangeable. Yeah, at there you go on the screen. PHL. There you go. Please, uh, you know, 
Check us out. Yeah, check uh, back on that Twitter every Tuesday night, maybe mm-hmm. Wednesday morning when we post our links. Mostly Tuesday nights. The, the link gets posted. Tuesday nights. Tuesday nights. Tuesday nights. Producer Taylor says Tuesday nights, so and that's God what God damn it, it's Tuesday it's, nights. It's Tuesday nights. <laughs> um, yeah, we get a lot of wackier on there. Yes. A lot less wacky. focused. We did That's a gr- an understatement. <laughs> uh, I'm very proud of Seamus for staying um, staying on, on the rails today. I, well, I'm going to be Giving off the some rails great analysis. tonight because I'm off tomorrow, but, you know, that's that's a different there story. There we go. All right, well, any last I'm thoughts? I'm going to celebrate Eagles' victory tonight, baby. Let's any go. Any last uh, thoughts on the game? Let's keep that Rager bomb tradition going. i got to teach it. it to those guys at the bar. If they're doing a podcast yeah. at the bar, they got to be doing it. If Rager you're watching this out there. You said? Yeah. All right, my final takeaway is this. Nick Sirianni, he's for real. He's mm, for real. I like what I see week one. I think he's uh, an under. Uh, he was totally underrated when he first came here. People were shitting on him left and right for no reason. So I'm happy what I saw from uh, Mr. Sirianni. And watch out for Kenny G. Kenny G. Watch out for Kenny. Yeah, G. Yeah, I'll end on the note that I began with. Jalen Hurts can throw the fucking ball. Read it and weep. Yep. All you haters and yep. losers. Seventeen and zero is on the table. Wow, haters and losers. You got to go there. First in the division. All right, guys. It's been a pleasure. Thank go you for joining us. See you guys. Check us out. We'll see you next week.